Hello, Erin. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a visitor. We do. Welcome back to the pod, Justin. Yay. Hi. I'm back. Back, 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 back again. <laughs> Woo. Our first oh return guest. I'm the first return guest? Oh, yeah. yes. So, I love it. Of course, I yes. should be. Because <laughs> you have important yes. things to discuss. So we needed you back. I think we should just jump right in. Yeah, go I'm for coming it. off of a high, which is the Taylor Swift concert. And for all those who've been keeping up with my journey with Taylor Swift, I liked her. She was fine. I wanted to go to the concert for pop culture purposes. You know, I just felt like this was the concert of our day and age or one of them, you know, and I like some of her music a lot and then I was just was kind of whatever about the other stuff and hadn't listened to her most recent albums but I'm definitely a Swifty I like what an experience I don't like her still like as a human I don't dislike her either <laughs> I'm still indifferent to her as a human being I cannot dive into her like I dive into my Bravo housewives yeah but I love her music and will be a stan about that for a very yeah. long time. She's also had yeah. some controversy recently with because he's been yeah. dating. So there's another yeah. layer to all of that. <laughs> yes. Yes. There is that layer. And sorry, Alex Alex just came in showing me. I think that's need more showing time. You what? <laughs> she was showing up. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny because he's showing me a phallic shaped food item, but pigs in a blanket for oh, I love that. <laughs> well, they look like they need more time. There was no way of like doing that with my I guess I could have gone like this more time pointing to my wrist. But anyway, Taylor Swift was amazing. She is a controversial figure, so that's why I still can't invest in as a human being and her story there's also a lot of like easter eggs and hidden messages like that's a lot for me it feels like an escape room but i love the music love the vibe love the energy it looked Three, like, she like yeah was she on point like was she did she yes. seem exhausted or anything you like know she was exhausted she was sick she like said she clocked oh, into the microphone sick. like two times <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and then to blow her nose while she was like oh, right before she performed on the piano so it was a a plus performance so uh, you know the only reason we knew she was sick was because she coughed into the microphone and then told us she was sick like like as she blew her nose well, before she played the piano but she didn't so. swallow a bug she was just sick because i saw her <laughs> right. swallow a bug <laughs> she swallowed a bug like in another city yeah in another city she like swallowed a bug and was like coughing i mean oh wow the things that these artists go through. <laughs> I seriously. So my dad Googled it today and it shows that she makes about $9 million a night. Um, oh my God. God. Never before. So I'd swallow a bug for 9 million. I would do a lot, lot of things. I, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. But she did perform, I mean, for over three hours, just her. So mm-hmm. I think that like incredibly impressive we were all saying we were jamming out for three hours and halfway through we were tired like yeah. you know just lip syncing her well not lip syncing I was belting the words but I know. heard some videos I think everybody in there has like lost their voice today because <laughs> oh. they were just screaming every song yes yes okay I'll just do quick we got down there early I went with three of my friends Justin Megan and Jocelyn what did I just say Justin Mm-mm. 
Megan, Jocelyn, I, and Molly. Not you, Justin. Sorry. I wish I would have been there. <laughs> so we drove down there early. We had lunch downtown and then we just like stayed for drinks. We stayed at the Breakman the entire time because that was not the plan, but it was just such positive energy. So because we got there early, we got a great seat and it was like indoor, outdoor, you know, experience because they had the side doors open. And so we had our lunch, we had a drink, we had our lunch and then Swifties started coming, you know, because we got there early. So slowly you'd see a Swiftie after another, after another. And, you know, they're very identifiable based off of their glitter, the sequins, <laughs> the black latex, if they're during the reputation era. Friendship um, bracelets that yeah, everybody was wearing bracelets. arm to arm, well, elbow. Yes. Okay. So this is what happened. We had three positive things happen at the Breakman. What, which is why we stayed because good things kept happening. So the first thing was two of our friends were getting their food and two of us were sitting at the table and we saw our first like real amazing Swifty. Like we had seen some, but like we saw our first one in the flesh. She had the sequins heart around her eye. Mm. She had a really cute dress, but she looked extremely comfortable because some people looked very uncomfortable in the outfit. <laughs> we were appreciating the people who like went full on, but still were like practical. She had cool. on, yeah, <laughs> sparkly, like sparkly tennis shoes, a dress. I mean, the whole thing. And she had easily 200 friendship bracelets like oh, on her body and then on her bag. God. So we complimented her. We were just like, oh my gosh, you look so great. You look so cute. She gave us a friendship bracelet. And I said, oh. I have nothing to trade you. I have nothing to give you. She was like, it's okay. So it was awesome. So I got this oh. cute little, this oh. little cutie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says real fucking legacy. Oh, and that's she a said, cool one. <laughs> I know. She said, you have fucking legacy vibes. And I said, oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. So that was so great. That was the first thing that happened. The second thing that happened, we were done with our food. We were done with our drink. And we saw these two women, one of which had a Taylor Swift t-shirt on, looking at us. And then, you know, I probably just like smiled or waved or whatever. Like, you know, just like people looking at people, like nothing, you know. They came over and they had four Breakman tokens. And for those who don't know, you prepay for your drinks at the Breakman and then you get tokens in return. And so they needed to leave. And so they gave us four four drinks. So that's 30 bucks. They just basically hand us $30 and they're like, here, have a great day. Like, okay, that's (laughs) amazing. So we each got all the round of drinks. Okay, that's amazing. Now those drinks are done. We go to the bathroom. We're going to head out. As I'm walking back from the bathroom to our table, the table on the other side of us is making friendship bracelets. And I start heading back to my seat and I say, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, what a great idea to like make friendship bracelets, like while you're passing the time. They're like, do you want to make friendship bracelets with us? Yes. I said, yes, I do. In fact, (laughs) I do. So two of us made friendship bracelets. So we made four friendship bracelets and then we were like, this is this place has just treated us so kindly today. Yeah. We cannot possibly go. And so we had one more drink and then we headed to the venue. But so I that's what I mean to say. It's like amazing. the concert the concert was so great, like so so great, because sixty-five thousand people are just screaming the same thing. <laughs> and it's not a cult. I mean it is, but like it's not. Uh, but just the whole day, like the whole city had such like positive fun energy, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. We walked over to the venue and there were such long lines. And I just thought lines are a social construct. Nobody told these people to like stand in these lines. There's no stanchions. There's no security. There's no nobody. These people just, that's what we do as humans. You know, we just follow in line. And so we said, not us, not us. So we just walked right to the front. Oh, amazing. We were like, what? Save so much time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, so because we did that, because we just walked to the front and waited for the things to open and then zippered our way into the, into the mix. We were one of the first people in the building at 4.30 when it opened. So yeah. So then we got in the merch line because there was no line because oh, yeah, like, we front. waited for like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. And then we got to our seats and it was all, it was all good from there. So I got my merch. I got, which I could have ordered ahead of time, but I wasn't planning to get merch. But when the opportunity presents itself. What is your yeah. shirt? You buy, what is it? It says Taylor Swift, the era, the era store, and then it has like her all over the back of it. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's majorly oversized, very cozy, <laughs> all good things. And then, yeah, I mean, the concert itself was so amazing. Her second opener was Girl in Red and Fans for Life for Girl on Red or Girl in Red. Loved, loved her. And I just, I think Taylor Swift was really amazing. I mean, three hours, she took us on a journey, you know, because all of her her, albums yeah, have albums. different energies. Right. You know? Where did she start? Did she start at her first? No, no. So she did Lover first. So okay. four of her albums she has not toured for. So those were the four that had the most started attention first. in this yeah. tour. So so she started with Lover because that's the tour she was touring when COVID oh, happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like bounced around. Like she didn't go in order. And technically one the o- the one and only critique I have of her is she doesn't do her first album. Oh, really? So, yes. What's her Which first is, album? I feel like such a whole. Her, it's like yeah. a self. No, no. <laughs> you you do not need to know this information, but her her first album is her name, like it is mm-hmm. like Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Okay. But it's where our song, you know. Oh, like the super country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The teardrops yes. on my guitar. You didn't do any of that. Tim McGrath like Taylor Swift. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I knew because I looked at the set list ahead of time. So I was already like emotionally prepared to not hear one of my favorite songs. But yeah. So that's my one critique. And she only does one song from her second album. So which is which what is speak what? now. Which is speak now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she does enchanted, yeah. right? Is it enchanted? Correct. She does enchanted. But truly, like, I'll just say this, the music, amazing, obviously, I don't think anyone can deny that, you know, she's a great musical artist, you know, her, Mm -hmm. like, it's, you know, she's a a great lyricist, but visually, it was just a very, it was a very beautiful concert. I've heard that, that it was like a full experience, like something Mm -hmm. that's so totally. and it takes you through a journey i mean if you're paying that much for a ticket it better <laughs> go towards a good spectacular show yeah where... i mean yeah because we're all wearing those bracelets you know that like do the lights that change different colors yeah 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 so like it's just like color all around you and then everyone knows the words and everyone's singing them and i mean like singing them and then what she does on stage is just like very yeah like it's it's really like well done 
And then even like the screen that's projecting like what's happening, it's not just like a camera just relaying exactly what's happening. She has like filters on there and some like effects and it's super high, like super, super high def. Like, like I've never seen anything like this. It looks so clear. And then she'll put like, like I said, like filters almost on it. So it looks like a music video happening, like right before oh, your yeah. eyes, mm-hmm. but it's clearly not. Cause then you like look yeah. down and it's just her there, but it looks so cool. And then other ones like her folklore era she had like she wanted you to feel like you were at the cottage where she like made the album Mm -hmm. so she has like visuals like that in the background and she had the physical like outline silhouette of the cottage so super cool i see her somebody like she's diving into water yes yes (laughs) and she's not really diving into water but i was like oh my god how's she doing that how's she getting from there to there because it's hollywood or you know for sure because like yes there is a moment where she's in a yellow dress and she like dives into the stage and yeah it looks like she's swimming the length of the stage but in real life she does appear at the other end with a new outfit on so like i was thinking as that was going on Unfortunately, my mind is not thinking like, wow, how cool and beautiful, whatever. It was how like, the hell okay. is she getting there? Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, what is the situation going on down there? Like, I know. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, who's on that cart? Because like, she's got to do an outfit change and she's probably got to like drink a bottle of water, mm-hmm. like all the things. So yeah, no, I mean, it was truly amazing. And then if you go to that concert and you aren't sold, like, she is obviously a member of the LGBTQ community. Oh, like yeah, yeah. if if you didn't think that already heading into that concert, if you left that concert still not thinking that, like you're just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It was also <laughs> Pride Weekend in Detroit. Yesterday was the Oh yeah. Pride. Yeah, yeah. So yes. it was probably super gay yesterday. <laughs> it was super gay in the best way for sure. <laughs> I mean, there's closets everywhere in her in her like iconography or whatever yeah. like there's just closets that she's trapped in oh okay all the time like she's always in a closet and like all of her old music and she's burning everything like every era she like burned somehow there was fire involved in every era oh, cool. and then at the end a closet door drops <laughs> from the screen. Just the closets. <laughs> it's literally two black squares. So the whole screen is gigantic and it's all black. So it looks like there's nothing except for a beam of a closet door coming down to the bottom of the stage. And then the stage lights up rainbow. And then they're all wearing rainbow. Oh, wow. And then she ends on karma. So, like, Very intentional. it's just. Yeah, I just was like, if you could watch this and still not think that she's at least bisexual, then yeah, you yeah. are, you are very, very unaware. <laughs> <laughs> My personal yeah, opinion I, is that everybody's a little bit bisexual. <laughs> oh, for sure. I just don't know how you could go through. That was one of the my first comments. Like, so our friends was like, if you don't see that in that concert then Homophobia. that's on you yeah then that's on you bro <laughs> but it was great i i wish everyone could go to it 
<laughs> like I wish you could just do it on repeat until everyone could experience it. I told Alex that I was already looking at tickets for either the Pittsburgh show or the Cincinnati show. He told me we don't have that kind of money, but I said, <laughs> we'll find it. So. She's doing five to in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. I know. I that know. is like, that's amazing. But I imagine what kind of artist can pull five nights sold out mm-hmm. shows in the same city. Yeah. I know. That's like unheard of to me. Yeah. Well, I know. She did three nights here in Tampa. And I think Tampa was yeah. like the first one where it rained. <laughs> all the people stayed because there was lightning. So they had to stop the show. Right. But all the people stayed and they, I think they finished at like one or 2 AM and she was like, thank wow. you everybody. Like yeah. that's, you don't hear that very often that like an artist will like finish the show. You know, like I just, mm-hmm. I, I commend her. And then I think about like, does she not well, speak for nine for million dollars? Yeah. Well, I know, but like, that show. <laughs> my other thing is, is like, does she not speak the rest of the week? Mm-hmm. You know, because she's got to save her voice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of treatments happening to that, to that girl. <laughs> you know, I'm sure she's getting massages. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's getting facials because I'm sure that makeup is so caked on, you mm-hmm. know, just because like the one thing I will say, and I'm only saying these critiques because I think, you know, it, it, I got to give it to the people. It was so great. It was so incredible. The energy was electric. Even now I'm buzzing, buzzing. <laughs> I can tell. Um, you got your friendship presence <laughs> on, you've got your yeah. hair electric on. You're in yours in full Taylor Swift mode. Oh, I'm in full Taylor Swift mode. It will take quite a bit to like get me out of this place. But her hair was starting to curl at the end. So she should fire her hairdresser. Because she wears it straight the whole night down. And mm-hmm. obviously she's dancing. She skips a lot. I don't I don't know if that's a thing people know about her. Or I'm guessing she doesn't skip it for regular life. It's just maybe a method of getting from point A to point B a little faster than walking, but not running, but she skips a lot. I just think there's something there. Yeah. Like she started performing when she was 12. Mm. Does she skip because okay. she has an inner child situation? Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Okay. Yeah. Her hair started to curl at the base. So I was like, mm. cause you, I'm guessing the ends are extensions, you know? So mm-hmm. You could she tell. probably also has, so I know with like my husband, Lawrence, he's a laryngologist. Ooh, he works yeah. with a lot of singers because yeah. of voice box or the, like they actually call it like a technical term is not vocal cords. It's like vocal folds, but he works with a lot of singers and opera singers. And when he was doing a rotation, he said that there would be like professional singers not naming names that were getting treatment at all these places. So there, they have mm-hmm. special doctors specifically for like their voice and their voice box, like in pristine condition at all times. So they have a specific whole routine to make sure that they, this, that's their moneymaker. They're if $9 million a show. They need to make mm-hmm. sure that that at all costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise like Julie Andrews or Celine Dion, I you know, know. I know. Yeah. What was her song? Like the secret song? Oh, the the two secret songs. We got good secret songs. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. We got stay. All you have to do is stay. You know, (laughs) no, cut that out because that is torture to our listeners. But it was so good in real life. And then, so stay and then breathe. We were really hoping for a teardrop, or not teardrop, back to December because 
that's about Taylor Lautner and Taylor Lautner's from Michigan. Mm. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that was the running theory, but didn't get mm. it. <laughs> Lawrence's sister was staying with us and she was giving me the lowdown on all the secret songs and stuff and the songs that she was hoping for. And she was like, well, they, she played Haunted at this one and this one here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got a whole like lowdown and of like the T Swift, like it, the, she was showing me this website that she followed. Yes, the visualizations. <laughs> me yeah. too. It was I'm like, wow, this is, I mean, I will also say that I, I'm not much of a Taylor Swift person. I don't, I really don't know much of her music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would have like, loved it, Justin. I, I, so I just really think that anybody could go there and not yeah. know her and walk away being like, that was that. such, such concerts are like so freeing too, just music in general. And just when you're around so many people like that are in that, you just catch on to it's like infectious. Oh, you totally do. <laughs> yeah. So you the greatest man. Totally We'll end up walking out of there with rainbows in a closet. <laughs> oh, totally. No, it was so, it was so, it was so like that. So infectious. So yeah. I'll stop talking about it because I could talk about it for the rest of the podcast. But Justin, you briefly mentioned you have a husband. Yes. So I'm that is different from the last time. Different. I know I have to, I, it's funny because we just went to a wedding yesterday and it's the first time we've like been together mm-hmm. at like an event. And I usually say like, my, this is my partner, Lawrence. So I kept saying that and he kept correcting me. He's like, I'm your husband, Lawrence. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. I see <laughs> mm-hmm. that now. I have to do that. But it feels great. We're in a weird situation. He actually is not living in Michigan right now. He's living <laughs> in Fargo, North Dakota. So he, him and I are strictly on like a FaceTime relationship right now, which is, it's the first time in our relationship that we've done kind of long distance mm-hmm. like this for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So that's something new, but I feel like it's almost like strengthening the beginning of our marriage because we're having to communicate a lot because- mm-hmm. We were far away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I mean, talked to him more. I talked to him more on FaceTime, text and whatever throughout <laughs> the day than I text, talk to him when he's here. So I <laughs> think it's working out really nicely. Yeah. Why is he in Fargo? <laughs> so he had some issues with a job here and he found a contract job okay. that allows him to like first a make a lot of money yeah. and he had like contract issues. So he had to go somewhere not in the, this area. So he's currently... I think as of like Friday, he has a new job in Michigan. Oh, in and we will be moving not too far, but we're going to be moving possibly in like the Lansing area. Okay, I was wondering if that was where we were going. (laughs) Yeah, but I love that Lansing and Howell, like somewhere between Lansing. Okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that price point for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love. I can't. I won't say anything. But I love it for you. We're going to be able to get a good house, I feel like. There's a house that I've been eyeing that, like, it's been on the market for maybe about two months, which I don't know. The market's weird right now. But it's a beautiful Tudor house, which is, like, my dream house, (laughs) a Tudor house. And it has a pond in the backyard. And I'm like, like, and I've been eyeing it, and it's in our price range. And I'm like, I just hope that when we get our mortgage and everything and everything settled that I it's still available because I would love to just like I my dream is maybe like to like start an Instagram or like build off of my Instagram account yeah. redoing yeah. this to your house mm-hmm. yeah and that would be that'd be goals yeah I'd yes. love to watch that <laughs> me yeah. too me yeah. too oh that's so great so 
he's at last I talked to you, it was going to be at least through the end of the year that he was in Fargo. We'll be there through December. So we Mm -hmm. periodically, I'm going to see him maybe like for my birthday. (laughs) And then we're going to go to Mackinac Island in August. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to Nashville in October. So we have some trips in between sprinkled in between where we're going to have like, like yesterday was like our date night. So we had fun. We unleashed at this wedding. We had drinks. We danced. It was, mm-hmm. it was nice. And then he had to go back. He missed his flight this morning. Oh, yeah. So he's oh. currently in a car driving. He drove from like Saugatuck area to North Dakota. I think he's still driving at this point. <gasps> oh my gosh. He's dry. I he's thought driving. he was just going to wait for the next plane. The flights were so expensive and they won't be reimbursing because he missed this flight. Mm. So he's like, I'm just going to pay for the extra hundred dollars to rent this car to drive it yeah. to the airport and so we tr- we tried so much we tried to get a flight in detroit we tried to get a flight in chicago we tried to get a flight here and he it just wasn't working out so he said i just ha- i have to be to work tomorrow so i'm just gonna drive so he drove wow it's now like i think it's 14 hours he's driving oh wow oh, i was my gonna God. say like how how many hours Man. All for the love, because he wanted extra minutes with you. Oh. I know it's true. It really is. But we we had a really good night, and we just I think it was just it was just so good because we it was a beautiful day for the wedding. The couple was beautiful. It was one of my cousins. It was an out my first like really outdoor wedding, and it was a tent wedding, which is my first tent mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. It was just the whole atmosphere. It was just really really fun, and we got to Lawrence and I just got to sit. We sat there and we were just like watching the sun and. The, it was really nice. It was, yeah. I got oh, really good I love taking that. pictures of him. The sun <laughs> blowing. I should show you these pictures. They're amazing. But we just were, we were vibing. It was really good. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Well, also, could you get to be at a wedding? This is your first wedding post your own wedding. Yeah, and I don't know. So, I, yeah, I find, mm-hmm. tell me if you have now experienced this, I find weddings to be so beautiful after, since being married. Like, I think I think they're more special. Because yeah. when I'm when I'm listening to them talk about their vows, like I'll think about my vows, and you know, like so it's very reflective. So, and your wedding was amazing, but you probably didn't get to reflect. <laughs> no, the one thing that I I would say it. is it was it was it was definitely a moment of reflection. I think when we were sitting there, it was we were like trying to think of a wedding where Lawrence and I were actually like sitting next to each other, watching the actual ceremony happen because mm-hmm. either he's in the bridal party or the mm-hmm. wedding party and or I'm up there and so yeah. it was one of our first weddings where we're sitting next to each other and we were married and we were just sitting there mm-hmm. like we're just like listening to the, the vows and we were it was just so nice and we like we're like showing each other our rings as they were talking <laughs> and then I feel like there's when when you go through the wedding and you do it yourself and then you go to somebody else's, then you just think about all the ways that you could have saved money and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and God, we should have done this and whatever. Yes. But then I also feel like I'm also hypercritical of like, oh, well, our wedding, we did this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so it's a little bit of both worlds. No, I'm I'm 100% the exact same way. When it's not an open bar, that's the first thing I say. I just say the saddest. Like, I just, you just have to throw money. It's like a Taylor Swift concert. You just throw money. You just throw money. You just throw money. You know, but it's yeah. a must. I feel like if you don't have an open bar, I'm like, what? Well, like, I'm no offense to anybody. Mm-hmm. I yeah, feel like I'll, you, yeah. You need to have an open bar. Yeah, my cousin's wedding you. had like beer, like two styles of beer, and then like a white and a red wine. And I was like, what I is this? That. It's that not the best. Fine. 
It's not the best, but I'll take it. I'll it gets take the party going. Yeah, I'm it good. does. It does. It does. But I wanted some like actual liquor. I didn't I know. want. <laughs> I know when I go to weddings, I only drink liquor because I. Yeah. But uh, but I will at least take a wine and beer bar. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. uh, well, congratulations. Yes, on, congrats, you know, Justin. Your wedding, and I'm I'm glad you're seeing the positive spin of long distance for yeah. temporary long distance. Temporary long distance. I feel like it's good. I couldn't do it longer than what we're doing. Right. I feel like I feel like long distance is just gonna. It's too unless you can travel all the time to see each other. It right. really, it's really kind of like it's hard, but mm-hmm. we're, we're getting through it. And we that's why we every time we see each other, we're going to do something that's memorable. That way, yes. when our time together is not going to be like wasted. Yeah. It's gonna be like we're doing something like together and we're making a moment. Yes. Of it and we're going to have like we're going to Mac and all, like, these, all these things. So, yes, I find or I found when Alex and I were long distance that it it really prepared us, I think, for a great marriage because of all the reasons you already said. So. I think uh, it'll only do great things for you. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope so. <laughs> yeah, and it's temporary. December, Christmas will be here. Christmas will be here so soon. I know so, I'll yeah. be alone for Christmas, I think, which means that I'm probably going to have a big oh, Christmas no. party without him. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, in your house at Christmas, you do such a nice job decorating, so he's missing out. But I want to have a Halloween party this year. The wedding That's is done. Right. So now you can yeah. all these other parties. Yeah, I know. I love, I do like the one thing I do love to do is host a party. Like when we lived in Connecticut, I, our house or our apartment was like where the university would come for the, the holiday parties, Halloween parties, summer parties. Like I just mm-hmm. love doing that. So it's like, I'm, I'm hosting a, like a birthday party in July. And I'm like, there's things that I like, I don't know, something about being a host is just mm-hmm. so fun to me. It's dreadful for me. So I'm so <laughs> happy to be surrounded by people like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Justin, we had you on. We have you on for a very, very important topic. And actually, it was all Aaron's idea. It was my idea. <laughs> you should be it so was- proud. <laughs> I am proud. I am proud. And it is to debrief Vanderpump Rules yes. and the crazy season. And I will just Breathe. say this. I just <laughs> will brag brag on myself a little. I'm pouring Remember more Remember Aaron <laughs> several, several, several weeks ago when I said to you, Aaron, I just think we need to talk about reality TV and relationships. And there's a scandal that's happening right now. We recorded, news broke March 3rd mm-hmm. about this scandal. That was March 5th. I knew on March 5th that this is going to rock my world (laughs) and was important enough to talk about on our podcast. And, but I don't think I could have ever known, but I kind of did know, but didn't know that we would still, the world would still have this energy on June 11th. There was a paradigm shift in the world. (laughs) The metaverse, there was a split. Yes. (laughs) My life changed, your life changed. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse. And I just feel like I, I have been nothing but consumed by this because it's just so fascinating. But it's something that has been able to like transcend different 
groups of people, which mm-hmm. is so bizarre because people who I've never thought in a million years would even question or care about this are asking me questions or they know yes. about it or know a name. Oh my God. Yes. So funny. When we were going to this winery yesterday for the wedding, there was a farm and it was called Sandoval Farm. And I took a picture of it and I was like, wow. there's no freaking way that that is called Sandoval Farm. <laughs> they need they to change, change their, their name. name. <laughs> change it. I was like, oh, I should have brought, like I should go. But I took a picture of it. Oh, we were going by it so fast. Like, oh my God. This is like the universe telling me that I meant to talk about this. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is, it is. It is there. But Erin, it was all your idea to bring Justin back. Yes. And for us to talk about. Yes. Because like I said, before we got on here that I saw him post some Instagram funny thing about how all he wants to do is talk about Vanderpump to just anyone. Uh And so then I thought, yeah, (laughs) I thought we need to talk about it. And then it just ended up that we could do it after the how many parts was it? Three parts? The three three parts. Finale. Uncensored. Are you watching the uncensored as well as the the? So I never. Version? I only watched them on Peacock. Oh, so, so, so you watch. They were all, all uncensored. Amazing. So Best decision they've, they've ever made. They're <laughs> and they're adding one now. I was just gonna say. I Wait, what's happening? They're doing this now for other shows, oh. and the New Jersey Part Three reunion will now be uncensored on Peacock next day, and that is gonna be. Yeah, so I've, I've heard from less. Juicy Scoop, my podcast I listen to, that that's pretty, that's pretty insane. Tumultuous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's not good, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like at this point, the tangent for New Jersey, it's the same story for the last 10 years that seems like nobody can get over. But I totally, I was telling Kelsey, I, t- I had a shift in who I was like supporting this season. Yeah, this was major so for Justin. I was always a tree hugger. I was like, love <laughs> Teresa. I'm like, she's OG TV. He's everything that like what New Jersey is. And then this season, I think it's partly because of Louie. Mm-hmm. It's just shifted my whole view. It's honestly just really sad to watch. And I, I, agree and I really think Melissa's holding herself really well during these reunions and it's like I will say it's the one of the first times where I've seen her at a reunion where she's really kind of standing up for herself and not just Mm -hmm. Joe Mm -hmm. and her husband Mm -hmm. I feel like she's actually being like no Teresa like I don't care about this family anymore Mm -hmm. let me just tell you that's we I could go on about New Jersey I could go on about all of them I've been watching Atlanta (laughs) there's a whole story with Atlanta there's so much going on I know it's it's so much. And the last couple of weeks in the Bravo universe, as Vanderpump Rules was coming to a close, so were two other shows of mine. So three days in a row, two weeks in a row were reunions. And Mm -hmm. that is just like, it's very unusual, but like doesn't happen very Mm -hmm. often. And usually they stagger them a little bit. Oh, wow. It's it's just like an emotional roller coaster with it all really culminating in the Vanderpump Rules season three or part three reunion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, where do you want to go with this, Kelsey? Do you want to? So, which team are you on? That's that's how we'll start. (laughs) Are we team Sandoval? Are we team Rachel slash Raquel? Are we team Ariana? Are we team James Kennedy? Yeah. So, in prep, yeah. So, in preparation for all of this, because I know once it broke, people were watching episodes and kind of thinking like, oh, this is like crazy to watch back, like how how much she lied and, and all that stuff. Raquel or Rachel or whatever her name is. Oh, well, let's establish how we're going to call her. Are we going to call Raquel? That way we don't have to do I'm calling her Rachel. Yeah, right, let's just call her Rachel. Her, Rachel. Yeah. Given name. Her given, <laughs> her name. given name. So 
I thought, because I had watched some of the episodes, I didn't watch all of, what is it, season 10? Mm-hmm. Season, yes, just because I was like, okay, well, let's see what this is. I don't know what episode I landed on and then like mm-hmm. continued to watch. Right. But I thought that that was very fascinating to know what happened mm-hmm. and to watch it back. It's sick. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's, it's cemented. It's, it's subhuman. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly, it's some, it, to have somebody lie to your face who's a good friend like that for so long and you confide in them and you trust yeah. them to watch it back and knowing what happened, those conversations that, that happened, it's like there's more to it than just lying. It's there's a whole narrative there and there's mm-hmm. a whole there's a there's a lot going on to unpack that it just is not good yeah it just shows like a certain like there's a certain personality that's involved in this that's just it really is hard to watch yeah as i told kelsey so so wait i should just say i think i do think it's important though everyone in the world probably knows these people names we'll just say quickly right man named tom sandoval Mm -hmm. sandoval Mm -hmm. was with ariana for 10 years, mm-hmm. not married, but life partners mm-hmm. in that they owned a home together and they had businesses to get together, intertwined wrote a book together, wrote a book mm-hmm. together, had animals together. Like they were a package deal. Mm-hmm. He cheats on her, has a full blown love affair with a woman named Rachel, Raquel, Rachel, <laughs> For seven months, seven or eight months, and it comes to light, and it's all happening while they filmed season 10, and then came out after filming wrapped pre the recording of the reunion, which means that the reunion was basically a reaction to the affair, three episodes deep, and they were friends, Rachel Mm -hmm. and Ariana, and other cast members in the past have not liked Rachel. Mm-hmm. Rachel came on the scene being the girlfriend slash fiance of a different cast member. Right. So there's a lot of intermingling there. So I just thought That's it was important in yeah. case though. And the reason why we're dedicating an episode or part of an episode to this is this, I think blew up because it's so, there's so many parts that other people can like grab onto or it's relatable or like, what if this happened to you? Mm-hmm. This would basically be the equivalent of, Aaron and Alex having an affair. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Because Rachel Rachel lived with them for a time. Mm -hmm. And Aaron has lived with me and Alex. It would be like if Aaron and Alex had an affair. Alex's face is like. (laughs) I would never. (laughs) The emoji. Yeah, but like, so that's why it's like to the magnitude. So I think that's why it's blown up because everybody's thinking about like their own situations Uh and like subbing in a human being into that, like into that example and thinking like how would my life blow up you know yeah okay but to go back now which teams are we on Aaron where are you okay I just felt like we needed to break it down a little bit yes no I agree so I know I had texted you and I said like you know I've got some hot takes yeah and um, I'm really nervous because there's only one take like there's only so I would say I I'm, you see my I, face. I was like my <laughs> my jaw literally went like I was like oh my god what I'm scared my heart's beating. Okay, this is hot take. So <laughs> I am okay. This part is not the hot take, but I am Team Ariana. But my two hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but because 
there's no way I could ever be Sandoval because I just think that he just shows no emotion and I just I don't know. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of a lot of fake emotion. It's not yes. real. Like right. when he went to Villa Rosa or whatever Lisa uh-huh. Vanderpump's home yeah. is Rosa, and like yeah. did the scene yeah. where he was like weeping into the curtain. Oh <laughs> my god, dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, too mm-hmm. much. But what I will say was my one hot take about Ariana and their whole relationship, because this is me coming in from like 40,000 feet. I've right, never watched right. an episode up until recently right. Right. is that even though they had been together for so long and it seemed like their relationship was like at a stagnant spot. I think I see that she was so angry at three weeks still, obviously at the reunion and, and all mm-hmm. that, but it also seemed to me that like, cause I've listened to her on the caller daddy p- podcast oh, recently yeah. yep. mm-hmm. and now she's probably like what, two months out from it. I don't know when. Yeah. Three, yeah. Three, three months. Mm-hmm. And she seems pretty okay. So to me, my hot take with her is like, even though she didn't really think that it was going to happen, I feel like she was almost okay with it happening. Cause I feel like she felt like she was done with the relationship too. She just needed a reason. Yeah. yeah confirmation mm. or a reason. Yeah. And so with that feeling, when I'm watching the reunion, I think her move should have been just never looking at them, saying, staying silent in a sense. Cause I feel like screaming names all in the last finale, like subhuman and sociopath dementor. and like, yeah, dementor. Cause I know you like, like Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> I love that. I love that scene. There, I've Me been too. watching also the live reactions of people in bars. Uh-huh, watching it. Uh-huh. I love watching those. And when I, when she said the Harry Potter comment, literally the whole, everybody was like, oh, and then like, yeah, <laughs> I love that. So I think it would have been more of a power move if she had shown that she was much stronger than all of this name calling. She, by mm. no, she had every right to name call and say all those things. But I think by the end, because I think what did they record for like five six hours? Yeah, almost yeah. Seven, yeah, like seven, all seven. of it. I, by the end of episode or part three, I was like, oh my gosh, we need to stop. Like this is too much. Like all the yelling, the screaming. Mm. See, you're like, just not built to watch reality television. No, like people are on so the the comments online are shifting to what she said. Okay, this is why. This is why. So. And I will say some of the cast members that I've seen over the weekend are shifting their tone. And I think it's because because, I'm not not saying it's because what Ariana said. It's because of what Raquel said, Rachel, in the last five minutes. Yeah. It's not because they think they went too hard. I think it's because they saw that Tom is an evil villain. He's manipulating her. He's like, she's the prey. She's the prey. She's not an accomplice. She's the prey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't I don't agree I agree that he is doing that to her and using her, but I feel like that discredits the way that she has 100%. done some things too. Like sometimes oh, like sometimes I feel like there was a uh it was Nima from Shaws of Sunset. He just did an interview and he was saying mm-hmm. like no no no. She's yes. smarter than what we're making. She's not sweet innocent. No, I so I hear you, Aaron. I hear you. I don't agree 
but I hear you. That's okay. No, it's okay. That's why I said it was a hot no, take. What did Lala say? Wait. She goes, I hear your opinion and I reject it. To Lisa <laughs> yes. Vanderpump. Yes. Lisa I, Vanderpump I, I, was taking L's the whole time. She was oh, the yeah. worst. I was like, yeah, Lisa I don't, Vanderpump was the worst. I'm not saying Ariana should d- go on the Lisa Vanderpump route because I think that's a, uh, that's a terrible route. But I think there was a point where she, Ariana had gotten her anger out. Then she could have stopped. I don't think it should have gone on. For five, six, seven hours that they they filmed, I um, think it was but... an incredible feat, like Taylor Swift's ability to perform <laughs> for three hours. An incredible. I personally find okay. So just we did talk Jersey a little bit, and while it's not totally relevant to what we're talking about, it is in that Jersey is great, but. They have a hard time sometimes articulating and like because there's not much going on up here in Jersey. Because there's not a lot going on up there. And what I love about it was ju- about all three of the women who were just going in: Ariana, Katie, who is her friend and business partner, and Lala, who is her friend. The three of them can cut with words, and yeah. I personally think that I too can cut with yes, words. Yes, you can. Yeah. And I. I find them to be like <laughs> all stars because <laughs> yeah. I just think like compare when I compare reunions and then I also was watching the summer house reunion. Those are my three reunions. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like the sharpness of their tongues. It was like knives were mm-hmm. chopping those two people bit mm-hmm. by bit by bit with their tongues. And I just thought it was masterful. And I think right like completely deserved so. how yeah. unique of a situation to be in a space <laughs> with like no, most people when you're cheated on or right right personality, right are you forced to sit in a room to mm-hmm. and look right. at the person who your partner was cheating on with mm-hmm. with your partner first off, with your partner like, yeah. there that's why like, the whole move, power move of like Tom Schwartz is not moving his chair oh <laughs> like <laughs> it's but I I believe that will everything that three three weeks after you find out your partner's cheating on somebody, I and that's your the first long. time you're like seeing them. Long. That energy is like oh it, yeah, it just was building up in her, and I feel like just seeing that person just can make you say some really deep cutting, yeah, things. Yeah, and it, it. I I can also be like that. And I was feeling like good for her for saying, yes. and now that I'm reading people online and they're saying that the people were like, she was way too hard on her. The things that she's saying were really like, like when she was saying, you're nothing, you are nothing, you're nobody. Yeah. Nothing. Like, but I think in that moment, people have to understand that she was, this is the first time she's seeing this person who was mm-hmm. like, she thought was her, one of her really good friends and lied to her, to her face and all these things. And, and you have to also remember, so like, not to, to like, I'm now making these points, not so much to the, to argue Aaron's point. Cause I think it's, I appreciate that you're different than us. Yeah. It's a good thing to think about. And I'm now framing my response in that. Think about this. Your life partner has cheated on you for several months. Full stop. Publicly. Mm-hmm. You are all public figures, full stop. And you, one, have to perform. It's your job to perform this in front of others. But two, she had to watch that last episode before they filmed the reunion, meaning she yeah. 
saw him in her apartment mm -hmm. with those galaxy lights. Oh no, they poor say, I love you to each other in the most awkward way. Mm -hmm. And do they kiss? I can't remember if they no, kissed they, in that last he, episode. The most awkward part of that is when she says, I love you, or he she thinks he says, I love you. And he goes, no, I said, they love you. But he's like, I guess I love you. And I like, know. You're cheersing with liquor. Like, what are you cheersing? Yeah, but I know. The one thing I am sad about is I do have galaxy lights and I do like them sometimes. <laughs> and I feel like now I can't use them because I just think of this. And they're yeah. really cool. And I feel like sometimes it is like Lawrence and I love the galaxy lights. <laughs> that I will take a stand on. I do think the galaxy lights can be fun. <laughs> yeah. I um, so much. Yeah, I like galaxy lights as well. So I hear you on that, Justin. Erin um, has right a now. disco ball. Aaron yeah, if she was you rocking around with a disco ball everywhere, I'd be so upset. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I have. I like disco balls too. I have a disco yeah. ball in my living room that I love. Yeah. <laughs> my other hot take with her at the reunion, Ariana. She had said something like, "I'm not humiliated. You two are." Yeah, but that's she's humiliated, but she's just saying. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like she is humiliated. Because if you weren't humiliated, you wouldn't be screaming yeah. all of this stuff. I think if somebody gave her a knife, she would have like <laughs> gone something to about town. her knife on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I think there was something she was saying that she definitely had the right to say by all means. But I do think Lala was way like this wasn't her this wasn't her fight. Like in my mind, like I Kelsey, I know you love the drama and you know you loved how she was like hitting point for point for point. But mm -hmm. I just I felt like by part three, she was so just at, going mm -hmm. at him. And I just was like, let Ariana do it. This is her, this is her drama. Like this, she deserves to say mm -hmm. all the things, not you, mm -hmm. Lala. So that's where I was kind of like with Lala. I was like, sit down. <laughs> very interesting very interesting take i also hear it and reject it but <laughs> okay. i love that. that's gonna be the best I thing say, i hear you and i reject it but i say it because i hear you i really do hear you and i actually thought she did a good job in part three especially of sitting down i thought she let ariana really take over in episode three which yeah. is when she was face to face with rachel where i think some history on lala would be good is that lala's what she thought was going to be her life partner essentially had several affairs on her yeah. and blew up her life and gave her a fake diamond ring and oh, had oh, a so child bad. with her and yeah. is the father of her child and mm -hmm. you know she has to share custody with this like very evil mm -hmm. evil individual so i think she was very triggered mm -hmm. by this experience and also this would have been her season had the scandal situation yeah. not come up it exactly. would have been all about lala's yeah. like mm -hmm. not her affair but her as like yeah. One thing about Lala is that she doesn't, if you watch Vanderpump Rules and have watched it for years when she first mm -hmm. started dating Randall, whenever all the OGs were still on the show, she does talk about how she was like 
sucking dick for cars and like she Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. had very much that persona so and now that she completely rejects it and says that she doesn't really that never said that it doesn't believe that that's the one part of Lala that I'm just like just Mm -hmm. own that you said that but you were young and whatever but she Mm -hmm. the part that doesn't acknowledge that but this wasn't that none of what she went through I feel like is can compare to what this was and I think she was just so activated because she was going through it that mm-hmm. a lot of what she was throwing at Rachel and Tom was yeah. I hate Randall she was looking at Randall not Tom Sandoval she was mm-hmm. looking at all of that business on the other, other side of the couch and not the real situation yeah yeah um, my question is oh I, and I'll just say I'm so sorry on the point okay. and I'll let you sorry I would be so mad if my friends were not as activated as Katie and Lala were. If my friends let stayed silent or quieted down, I would want my friends to cut that, like cut them to bits with their mm-hmm. tongues too. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I and so maybe there's that a little bit too. Like I totally hear you, and I, it is a critique that's going around that Lala and James both needed to like take a back seat a little bit more but truly i think if the the situation happened to me like i would want you'd want people to rally you'd want people yeah. to i'd want them to say your pitchforks and- <laughs> there's the two spectrums i believe there's like lala and james were activated as fuck they were like let's ready let's go and then there's the opposite which is swartz who's like place it will do whatever like doesn't want to speak up doesn't want to ruffle Mm -hmm. feathers but we also don't like him because he's not sticking up for anybody well and then i'll say i feel like katie probably did the best job of not saying too much but saying enough and nobody's talking about katie well that's what i'm saying like ariana could have been could have said things not as much but very powerful, like the way Katie had said some stuff. No, but I'm saying it's bad that nobody's talking about Katie. I know, but I'm saying like that's what could have, it could have gone that way too, you know? Yeah. But my my but- question is, so you both have watched it from basically season one, right? Yeah. Since this, okay. So the way it started was Sheena was the, Sheena had an affair. It's with all built Randy. around affairs. Actually. It's all built around Masterful. affairs. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. so that's my question. Yeah. is Andy said something like in part one, like none of you yeah. have room to talk because yeah. all of you have like screwed each other or cheated yeah. or, or anything. Except and I Katie. know Lala stood up and was like, I wasn't her best friend. Like, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. right. Right. So to me, my, I guess my question to you both is like, do you feel like they all had room to like go at them? Not I necessarily do. Tom, 100%. Tom, whatever he could go in a dumpster, but yeah. like, Raquel or Rachel like do you guys feel like it was okay for them to do that I to go at her yes because when you watch the show all of these like incestuous infidelity relationships that are happening it's usually both of the people that are involved are Mm -hmm. like one this like when when Kristen Doty and Tom were in like in their situationship and it wasn't like a life partner. It was like, you're my boyfriend. We're dating, but she's cheating. He's cheating. It was like, it's very much like that. Messy. Like mm-hmm. messy Jack's cheating, all these things that everybody's very like much like mm-hmm. they're the surprising thing about this is that it was a close friend and it happened for so long because all the other ones were like one night stands. 
Like it happened once, mm-hmm. somebody found out, it blew up and everybody fought. This was like an ongoing emotional, physical, metaphysical, whatever they probably <laughs> been in the galaxy life. <laughs> well, I mean, definitely because they were taking shrooms. They were in they were another planet. They were, yeah. that's, but I think that's, yeah. that's why this is so different is because they were so enmeshed with one another and it was so deep and they were lying at every chance they got. And now that we found out that they were sleeping together so often and in the mm-hmm. house while she's at a funeral she's at a funeral there's like so many dying. layers to this where it's not just like i had a one night stand and got drunk at a bar it was a full on relationship yeah and i feel like when you're when your friend group and you see that and someone's good friend and you see them treat you like that it's so warranted so warranted yeah because i think this group actually has a pretty good like recovery time if people sleep together yeah. like they are upset like they do get hurt by it there's definitely like several episodes always dedicated to like when someone cheats on somebody of course (laughs) however I feel like it's the romantic side of it it's the relationship side that they were almost having and it's the friendship that is like cutting this group deeper than the actual just like act of having sex you know what I mean so I do think that there's room to stand on I also will say I Alex did cheat on me one time or a hundred times we'd be pieced out for sure Mm -hmm. however I don't blame people who stay because there's always reasons and stuff but I this group does have a tendency to forgive that much faster and much easier than what they're doing with this but I do think it's length of time and it's all those lies and in that last real episode before the reunion when he makes that comment of like well, if she had followed us, if she had followed right. me. Placing the blame on the on yeah. her. Yes. And so I don't know if you saw this, Justin, and I'm only assuming you didn't, Aaron, because he has to be <laughs> deep in the community sometimes <laughs> to see these things. But it's, I, I 100% <clears throat> believe this TikTok. I don't, I can't remember if it was TikTok or Instagram. If it's Instagram, I sent it to you. If it's TikTok, I probably didn't. But it was basically like the theory of, the reason, okay, so in like season one or two, when Tom cheats on Kristen, uh, Kristen with Ariana, yeah. it is basically he go off free of like free of any scars from that because he essentially made Kristen seem crazy. Yeah. She he was reading his time. Yeah, gas with the, yes, the hell out of her. And so he like did all this prep in this season season 10 to make it look like ariana was starting to get like that mm-hmm. like unsure uneasy mm-hmm. l- lack of intimacy like verbatim so, verbatim, verbatim. What he did to her yeah yes and so the theory that i saw was like when he said that she didn't follow me it was like he was hoping that she followed him so that he could turn around and be like, see, she was stalking me. She was right. crazy. She was so untrusting. She yeah. drove me away. But the fact is, Ariana was like a normal human being who like loved and trusted her partner. And then he said, like, I'm going here. She believed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he didn't get to get off, you know, scotch free this time. I feel like the there's an whole uh, there's an element of that too where they brought it up where they keep saying that he's coaching or oh, manipulating sure. Rachel. It totally and is. Yeah. They Ariana and Tom go back and forth. Well, you coached me and I coached you, mm-hmm. but they're using that word wrong, I feel like, because when mm-hmm. you're in a relationship, 
I have my partner's back usually, and it's not right. coaching you to mm-hmm. manipulate right. you. It's like, hey, I want to make sure that you're protected. What he's doing with Rachel is coaching to lie. Right, mm-hmm. right. When you're protecting, I feel like a relationship and your inner workings and your personal relationship of a life partner. Right. I, I don't know, if, Kelsey, you like, there's things that you and Alex. Yes. Hundred percent. That you guys want to protect each other and your recognition yeah, or whatever like, you on have. On this podcast, like I'm very, very, very open. But there are things I like just literally won't say them because, mm-hmm. like, because no one knows yeah. if I'm not saying them. Yeah. I'm not like <laughs> hiding. I'm just just not sharing everything. And so that's what I feel like Tom and Ariana did for each other was make sure that we presented. They were honest, but they presented each other in the best light. What Tom is doing with Rachel is coaching and definitely is to protect not each other, but like the reputation. Of right. Tom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which do you feel, I know this is a big thing about what what's happening as well is do you feel usually in a situation like this, the woman who is the cheater or he's cheating with is usually gets more of the negative mm-hmm. reaction gets the one that's getting the shit end of the stick when it comes to everybody's, coming after them i will even say just in this conversation we just say he's a piece of shit we know he's the way he is mm-hmm. yeah. like we're putting hyper focusing on like the ariana rachel dynamic versus theirs right. i i was thinking about this and i'll just say this ariana at that point had been living with tom before the reunion was filmed so she said what she needed to say she yelled at him the way she needed to yell at him in that house before this reunion mm-hmm. so when people are saying, well, she was so one-sided with Rachel versus Tom. And I'm like, oh, she already laid oh, it yeah. about everything. Yes. So at the reunion, she had already said everything <laughs> she needed to say to him in their house, in their backyard, mm-hmm. wherever they were fighting and talking about this. So yeah, it totally. looks like she's laying into Rachel. Rachel. But this is the first time that she's seen her. She's been living with Tom or sharing their house together for three weeks after this broke so that's where there's a little bit of a shift yeah and my question is maybe you guys know this why haven't one of them moved out yet i mean i know they have their both of their names on the mortgage yeah but why hasn't this been like you know i you know i there hasn't really been much about that i know that he's on tour right now and he's Mm -hmm. doing stuff around the country so she's just living in the house i mean I don't ask me how I know he's on tour. Oh, I, I, I know. <laughs> and that was my well, other question. Wait, Why did I'll we go to his on. concert? <laughs> so want to know why Kelsey and Justin went to Tom Sandoval's concert? So do I. So I guess you're just going to have to stay tuned for part two coming soon of the recap of all recaps of Vanderpump Rules. So we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. And... Tell all your friends about us. Cool. Thanks. Bye.